Hey there! Welcome to this special edition of Footprints. I'm Yushan. Have you ever tried playing ping pong or table tennis? Well, I have, and I enjoy the subtle communication of power and angle simply through swinging the paddle and hitting the ball over to the other side with just the right amount of strength. Also, I find it rather interesting that when both players maintain such a beautiful balance, it almost likely a guarantee of a delightful and fulfilling game for both sides of the table. Though not formally declared by any authorities, ping pong has been considered by many as the national sport of China on the basis of its popularity in the country. Can you imagine that such a tiny ping pong ball bouncing back and forth on the table could also play a significant role in shaping the country's image on the global stage? And it's more than just sports. In other fields of exchange too, such as the diplomacy between two major countries in the world. So today, I invite you to join me on the tour that I took on the very first weekend of 2024, where an unforgettable youth ping pong exchange took place. This time, however, the game was not played by Chinese alone, but joined by enthusiastic young players from the U.S. as well. And let's see what sparks these young people ignited. So, in a symbolic echo of the ping pong diplomacy of 1971, when a group of U.S. table tennis players paid a historic visit to China, well, today a group of enthusiastic students from the University of Virginia or、um, UVA is reliving that historic occasion and embarking on this new journey here in Beijing for, well,、um, a friendly ping pong competition with their counterparts at Tsinghua University. So it is now 8 a.m. on January the 6th,、uh, a Saturday, and I am now inside the sports center of Tsinghua University, which is one of the top universities in China, where this youth ping pong exchange takes place. So right now, the young players from both countries—they are already here in the stadium playing against each other as a warm-up for the match. And there are,、um, I see, twelve students overall from the UVA and twelve、um, from Tsinghua, and they're evenly distributed across、um, six ping-pong tables at the center of the stadium right now. So yeah, four players on each table. And it's very interesting that you know the host in Tsinghua has organized this match in such a way that it's not the U.S. playing against China, but rather each team or rather each side of the table has one Chinese player and one U.S. player playing together. So, well, I think it's really a great way of showing a sense of unity through the playing, which you know comes back to the spirit of friendship first, competition second, right? So, well, now let's.、Um, Let's take a quick walk around the tables and hear what the young players have to share before the game starts. My English name is Margot Rappert. I first came to Beijing because I wanted to learn Chinese. So, guys, next to me is a player from the UVA team named Margot Rappert, as I just heard, 
and she is a tall, blonde young lady who's、um, talking in fluent Mandarin Chinese with other media friends right now. Margot, yes, it's been like amazing to just see you playing ping pong and also speaking Chinese like this. Thank you, thank you. And, and yeah, I mean, you said you started learning Chinese like ten years ago. Yes, I've been learning for ten years. I started at my middle school,、um, and I've been able to continue through college. Wow. So, which、uh, year of college are you in right now?、Um, I'm in my last year, my senior year at University of Virginia. Okay. So, and which major you're in? Sure.、Um, I'm in、um, global public health and Chinese、um, double major. So、um, this time, I heard that you are all enrolled in this short-term course called Game Change. Yes. And so, how do you guys enroll in, and do you all like volunteer to be part of this? Yes.、Yeah, so actually,、um, this was a very popular course. We're so、um, we're it's so privileged to have Ambassador Mole be able to organize the trip for us,、um, and it was such a cool opportunity.、Um, they had to have an application to apply to take the course.、Um, so they had I, I'm not exactly sure the exact number of students, but I, they had a lot of students.、Um, but they were only allowed to take、um, 12 students. So I'm very honored to be selected to come and、um, represent University of Virginia、um, and United States. Um, and it has been a really great experience already. So, would you say that the、uh, American students—they're very keen about learning what's going on between U.S. and China? Yes, definitely. I think that、um, there are a lot of students、um, at University of Virginia and all across the United States who are very interested in China. And I have a lot of friends learning Mandarin, also a lot of classmates.、Um, the I'm very grateful. The language program for Chinese is very strong at University of Virginia. We have a lot of teachers、um, who came to teach us Mandarin, so I'm very happy.、Um, and I think that there are a lot of students who are very interested in studying abroad and learning about China, learning about the culture and the language. I would imagine that you know ping pong is very popular here, but would you say that ping pong is popular among the U.S. teenage or like young people too, or is is just among you guys who, who's like particularly interested in China or Chinese culture? Oh, good question. Yes,、um, I think that a lot of people in the United States see ping pong a little bit more as a recreational and a more casual sport. So it's it's very、um, interesting and cool to be here in China to see how seriously. It's taken, and I was really looking forward to learning about that since it's such a large part of the culture. And at University of Virginia, we have a team, a ping pong team, for people who are a little bit more serious about it. And、um, hopefully, they will represent us well. <laughs> And、um, well, who is your all-time favorite ping pong player, if there is one? Oh, well, actually, before coming on this trip, we were invited to the Chinese embassy in D.C., and I got to meet player Dingning, who is my favorite player. So that was very special, and、um, to take photos with her and to see her play, actually, which was very special. Oh wow, that's really nice. Thank you so thank much, you. and I wish you all the best during、thank、the game.、You. Have fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh guys, that was such a lovely conversation, and I'm、um, I'm very impressed by the language skill as well as the the passion for getting to know China more, as just you know shown or demonstrated by Margot. Okay, let's see. Well, who's up for a chat next? Yeah, fun, fun.、Uh, hi, hi, hi. Good morning. It's Yushan from、yeah. CGTN Radio. May I know your name, please? Abdullah Al Jarjawi. So Elptala,、okay. what do you think、yeah. is the、um, the best part of playing ping pong? 
To be honest, the biggest fun in this sport, how fast-paced it is and how different it is. So everyone has their own styles, different kind of paddles, different handles, um, different layers to ping-pong, and everyone is so unique in different ways where you, you don't have a textbook for ping-pong. You have to experience it, you have to play it, you have to spend years and years and years and years. And ping-pong is fun also because it's uniquely uniting the U.S. and China, which is, I think, one of the very cool things about ping-pong. So, do you know the story about the ping-pong diplomacy? Mm -hmm. 1971? Yeah, do you know the story? About the captain and how they got friends and, you know, they were able to build a relationship because he was on the wrong bus and became friends with the Chinese captain. Yeah. Look, to be honest, it's a little surprising how, how simple it may seem, but how effective it has been. Um, people would say, like, it's just ping pong, but look how far we've come. Look how much relationship China and America has uh, uh, over the past 50 years and how it all started with, with men, one match, one ping pong, you know, tournament at the time. We were able to build that relationship. The anecdote Abdullah mentioned is a flashback to 1971 when a famous encounter between the Chinese and U.S. players took place at the 31st World Table Tennis Championship held in Japan. Back then, the U.S. team member Glenn Cohen missed his own team bus one day after practicing and, in his haste, got onto the bus of the Chinese team and unexpectedly befriended the Chinese team leader. Soon afterwards, the U.S. ping-pong team received a surprise invitation from their Chinese counterparts for a friendly ping-pong exchange in China, which ended a 22-year estrangement between the two countries. Fun fact is 1971 uh, and the whole, you know, tradition of ping-pong diplomacy between China and America started. And Connie, I don't know if you remember, Connie is basically the international women's team uh, captain who came here on that in, uh, diplomacy trip. She signed my paddle, and I'll show you guys later on. I still have the paddle. Um, so it's really cool to have my paddle signed uh, by someone who 50 years ago have done the same thing that I'm doing right now, and it's a full, complete circle of diplomacy from 50 years ago till this day. Oh yes, good luck with the match. Thank you, Abdullah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, Abdullah, along with 11 other students, as well as the delegation from the UVA Global Affairs Office, are on um, a nine-day trip to China. They arrived in Hong Kong, I think on January the 4th, and then headed to Beijing to learn about the history of ping-pong diplomacy and cultural differences between China and the U.S. before wrapping up their trip with um, a final stop in Shanghai. So the nine days trip is part of a short-term course initiated by the UVA called Game Change, bridging the U.S.-China divide through sport which um, touches upon the relationship between the two countries in history and also the, um, the current challenges they face. In the meantime, I also see that it provides students with opportunities to conduct face-to-face -face exchanges with Chinese students through sport competitions like the um, ongoing ping-pong match.
the way I'm looking at it right now, the matches are really intense, and、um, each point I think scores an echo of unity and friendship. You know, we can see the the spectators, which is a mix of students from Tsinghua University High School and Tsinghua University Primary School, as well as the faculty members. They are all cheering on the players while revealing the shared joy for the game. As the competition gets underway, I see that the ping pong tables have become symbolic arenas where skill,、uh, camaraderie, and sportsmanship take precedence over international politics, and the atmosphere here is charged with a sense of shared purpose. You know, everybody is here to create lasting connections beyond borders. And now, as I see that paddles swishing and balls bouncing. These young athletes—they're hoping to、um, not only showcase their sporting skills, but also build bridges of friendship. We had two rounds. We still have two rounds. So this round, oh, win. No, we just—I、uh, think. Oh, and I see Margot has just finished the session, and she's taking a break on the side. Let's see how she's doing here. Oh, how about? Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Great. Thank you. How do you feel? Oh, I'm so excited. It was super fun. It was.、Um, I'm glad that our. I had a really great partner,、um, and he was really helpful and gave me some tips, and、um, it was a really fun match. And how would you、uh, comment on the、uh, Chinese students' performance? They were amazing. They were.、Um, sometimes we would make it a little difficult, maybe for them, and they were able to、um, have quick reflexes, and it was amazing. Oh wow.、Well, nice. Yes. Good luck with the、uh, following sessions. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Soon, my colleague Zhou Wei Ran and I realized that standing in the front row is Stephen Moll, vice provost for global affairs at the University of Virginia. Moll, a former U.S. ambassador to Poland, is leading the U.S. student delegation this time. He is looking proud as he quietly observes the students from both countries actively engaging in the games while chatting happily with each other. So my colleague Joe Wei Ran comes up to say hi and slips in a few questions for him. Ah, morning, Ambassador Mao.、Uh, I've heard that you've been to China many times. And what's the biggest impressions of you about the Chinese young students? What impresses me is their commitment to excellence.、Uh, this is a country I can tell where people work very hard.、Uh, they have good ambition、uh, to excel, and I can see that in how the Chinese students play ping pong、uh, with our with our students. So it's、uh, the, the young people here are a very good representative of China, just as I hope our young people are, are good representatives of the United States. I heard that you designed the course.、Yeah. How did you come up with this idea, and and why sports?、Mm-hmm. So I used to be an American diplomat, and we,、uh, over the past several years,、um, I've been concerned that there aren't very many American students coming to China, and. I think the relationship between the United States and China is the most important and most consequential diplomatic relationship in the world. And if our young people, if our students, aren't coming、uh, to China to learn about China,、uh, I think that's a very bad thing. Our people need to understand each other, and I want to make sure that at the University of Virginia we do our part. So the the, the biggest challenge is trying to understand. How China sees the world, just as I hope we can help 
explain to our Chinese friends how Americans see the world. Uh, both China and the United States are big, important countries. Our economies are the two most powerful economies in the world, and how we conduct our relations with each other has a huge impact on the, on the rest of the world. So uh, a few months ago, uh, when I was last in, in China, I was talking to some of my Chinese counterparts and said, well, you know, in a time of trouble in the past, when the United States and China did not talk very well, the one thing that changed that was ping pong diplomacy. When the American team came to China in 1971, let's try that again. And they were very enthusiastic. And so we pulled together a comprehensive course, which of course features ping pong, that's the heart of it, but it's not the only thing. Uh, we want to have instruction and, and lectures and class to learn about the history of China, the culture of China, uh, to understand what's the current state of U.S.-Chinese relations, and what are uh, the challenges in developing a good relationship between the United States and China. So I think uh, the students uh, have been uh, enjoying it very much, and uh, I think they're learning a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Thank you very much. Thank you. Echoing what Ambassador Mao is saying, Abdullah comes over to tell us after the award ceremony that he's looking forward to sharing this experience when he arrives back home. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I'm more excited about the friendship I will make along the way, about the memories I'm going to make along the way, about the experiences I'm going to bring and take uh, um, once I go back to America. I think it's really beautiful that we're able to put our differences aside and genuinely appreciate ourselves as human beings. Indeed, the ping-pong diplomacy in 1971 was intended to promote the value of people-to-people -people exchanges and connection through sport in order to create greater opportunities for mutual understanding against a backdrop of distrust and tension between what are now the world's two largest economies. One day after the ping-pong match in Tsinghua University, on January 7, 2024, the UVA delegation completed their history reenacting route in Beijing by visiting the Great Wall, where the 1971 U.S. delegation also visited. So after about an hour's ride from the city center, now we are approaching the Badaling section of the Great Wall on the northwest side of Beijing. It's, uh, it's minus 10 degrees Celsius out here right now with a slight wind, very clear and blue sky and barely any visitors other than us. Or, you know, maybe it's simply because it's too early for them to come. It's only a little past nine on a Sunday morning. So, and, and I was told that the UVA team went to see a Peking Opera show last night as part of the, um, the cultural session for the course. So let's hear their thoughts about it as we climb up the Great Wall. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard that you guys went to like um, a show last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. How was it? How was it? it was the Beijing Opera. 
It was amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, it was wow. very cool. It's such a special experience. Is it, is it the first time for you to watch anything like this? Yeah. Yes, in person. I've seen a lot on video, but it was the first time I've ever seen it in person. I thought it was really interesting, and I'm sure it was traditional. So, I mean, I thought it was really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, uh, it sounded a little bit different. And uh, I learned something on this trip is that I don't have to fully understand it to appreciate it. Yeah. I quite literally had underst understood nothing. Like, I was like, how are they making that sound? It doesn't sound, you know, for me, I can't make it. Exactly. So it doesn't sound something I understand. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean it doesn't really sound from the voice, it but doesn't. rather yeah. from the belly. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for, nice. me, for me, it was interesting because um, I'm always trying to test my Chinese skills. So music is like very hard for me to understand already. Um, and so this was like a, a cool test of my abilities to see if I could pick anything up. Um, but it was it was beautiful. Yeah. Nice. So, Marco, is this the first time for you to come to the Great Wall? I know you've been to China for this many times. This is my second time, but their first time. It's our first time. Yeah. But it's Great. been 10 years for me, so I I think maybe I was a little kid last time I was here, so I did I couldn't fully appreciate it. You know? But would it be surprising to hear that this is my first time on the Great Wall? Oh, really? And yeah. I've, I've been in Beijing for 27 years. Oh. So. It's a cool day for all of us. Isn't uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it something locals don't? Good picture spot. As we chatted while climbing, everyone is a bit out of breath in the face of the seemingly never-ending stairs and ups and downs along the Great Wall. It was true when I said I'd never been up here before, so I simply took a moment to indulge in the clear blue sky and the magnificent view together with these students from the U.S. In the meantime, I can't help but notice that though having to get up no later than I did and battling jet lag, the UVA students are all passionate about coming over here and are all following closely with the guide to hear more about the history of the Great Wall. And as we approach the end of this journey, I chat with Margot again and hear her thoughts about the Great Wall visit. So which way would you prefer better as a as a travel pattern like playing ping pong or rather going up high here? Oh, that's interesting. I think actually you have to have a little bit of both because here we can appreciate the um, amazing feat of building the wall and learning about Chinese culture. But um, you also have to be on the ping pong table to learn and talk to the uh, local students. So I like to have like, this is the perfect trip to have both. So we're going to reproduce the picture yeah. from the April 1971 Time Magazine, which will be uh, basically you guys could sit along the wall or stand along the wall. Yeah. Okay. Follow the photo. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to be so Glenn Cohen and sit yeah. on the ground? Like sit on it? How is right here, do you personally resonate with it in any way? Well, it made me feel a lot more connected to that group as um, and 
how important this is that we're here and had such a um, they had such an Im impact on the um, U.S.-China relations, and so it just made me feel even more grateful for the opportunity to get to do the same thing they did, to kind of walk in their footsteps. I can't imagine like how would you introduce this to like friends and family back home. It was interesting to try to explain the trip to them, um, and because a lot of people had heard about this ping pong diplomacy, um, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't understand that we were actually doing the similar thing. They couldn't believe that I was going to get to go on this trip. I couldn't even believe it. And so now that I'm actually here, I'm taking as many pictures as I can and videos so that I can show it to my friends and explain exactly what we're doing. I mean, it's just so amazing that we're getting to do all these opportunities, like you said, playing ping pong, but also getting to travel to these world-known sites. Just before we wrap up the trip to the Great Wall, the U.S. students' team leader Stephen Mall shares with me his thoughts about their trip. He's known as Ambassador Mall as he was a former U.S. ambassador to Poland and now works for the University of Virginia.、Uh, ambassador Mall, how are you enjoying the trip so far? Very much. As a, a, as a tourist, not as a leader. Exactly. It's just fascinating. <laughs> so it's been fun for me.、Uh, I've come to China. Seven or eight times,、uh, but never really had the chance to visit the wall or Forbidden City. Well, it makes us feel part of a of, of history,、uh, and、uh, it I know it makes our students feel like they're something part of something big and important to reproduce a visit that was such an amazing milestone in diplomatic history in in the twentieth century. And we're here in China at a、uh, another、uh, difficult time in U.S.-Chinese relations, and the fact that we are in the same steps, in the same location as those table tennis players that really helped change the world, makes us think that maybe we can do it again. Well, you know,、uh, these、um, two-week courses are very popular, and. <laughs> What I would like to do is, since we've been so successful so far, I would like to repeat this every every year. But it's also important to get students here for the longer term to come and study Chinese language,、uh, Chinese culture, and、uh, and so we'll take small steps. You know,、yeah. with these two week courses, they succeed,、um, and then I think that will build momentum to bring people for longer periods definitely, of time. Definitely, definitely,、mm -hmm. yeah. And of course, the Chinese government is helping. Uh, with its initiative to bring fifty thousand、uh, students from the United States here、yeah. over the next five years,、mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I look forward to exploring with our university partners here in China、uh, how we might be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, and so yeah, it makes it fills us with pride and and hope、uh, that we're helping to move things in a positive direction. Yeah. In an effort to foster people-to-people -people ties between the two countries, Chinese President Xi Jinping said in November 2023 that China would invite 50,000 young Americans to visit China for exchanges and studies over the next five years. Having followed the UVA delegation's footsteps in Beijing. I'd like to say that this 2024 reenactment of the ping pong diplomacy has been a solid testament to the enduring belief that even in the face of geopolitical challenges, ordinary citizens can contribute to building bridges and fostering understanding. As the UVA students prepare to bid farewell to their journey to China. 
the echoes of their ping pong balls will linger on, resonating with the hope for a more interconnected and harmonious world. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Yu Shen. Special thanks to my colleagues Liu Min and Zhou Weiran for coordinating and helping with the interview. And if you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Just key in Footprints, and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time.